communication and finding your voice is a skill that is developed over time. And I'm going to give you some practical tips that you will be able to start implementing today so that you can find your voice. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time here with me on today's show. Now today, I want to talk to you specifically if you feel the call to make a change, a positive change in the world because your voice matters, which means it's time to prioritize your communication, find your voice, and let yourself be heard. Now, before we get too far into today's episode, I do want to invite you to follow me over on Facebook or on Instagram. You can find both of those links in the description below. So why is it so important that we find our voice and that we express our voice, especially right now in the turning of times that we are all facing well, because as light workers, as conscious leaders, as people who are here to make an impact, it's important that we can find our soul's tribe. Now, the quickest way to do that is through your expression. And using your voice is one of the most powerful ways that people can see if they resonate with you. Because when we talk, we send out a vibration and energy, and the people who receive our messages receive those vibrations and energies through their own resonance and their own auras. And unconsciously, they decide if we are their people or if they are our people. So it's really important that we can do this. Now, we want to make sure that we are being our most authentic expressed selves because that is where depth comes from. And that is exactly how you will know if you are relating to the people who you resonate with the most. Now, I can already hear some of you saying, Cody, but you don't understand. I'm not a communicator. I'm not good at this. And honestly, I'm just a writer. I can write really well, but I can't speak the words that comes to me so naturally when I'm writing. And I want to first say that that is okay. Communication and finding your voice is a skill that is developed over time. And I'm going to give you some practical tips that you will be able to start implementing today so that you can find your voice. It is a process. Don't count yourself out already. Everybody has their own unique expression, their own unique voice. And by saying that you don't have one, that's kind of dishonoring yourself because you do. Every single one of you do. So with that being said, how do we find our voice? Well, the first thing that I highly recommend is to sit down and figure out what's important to you. It's way easier to speak on something that is important to you and that comes naturally to you. If you're trying to make yourself do something that or speak on something that isn't 100% you, it's going to be a lot harder for you to find your voice. So 
sit down and figure out what is important to me. What are my values? What are my goals? What kind of people do I want to resonate with? And what's my vision? And once you figure out that, it gives you a clue into what you can begin to communicate. There's a saying that if we don't know where we are, then we don't know where we are headed. So by knowing where you are, like with what's important to you and that kind of thing, it can start to get the ball in motion. Now, one thing that you absolutely must allow yourself is to be seen. If you have not yet worked through whatever wounds may be preventing you from truly expressing yourself with other people, then that is definitely going to be a prerequisite before you can truly find your voice. But don't let it stop you from taking action because it's through the process of allowing yourself to be seen little by little that you will find your truest expression. So going on a self-mastery journey and connecting with spirit through the process can be really helpful in helping you be seen and to heal anything that might be preventing you from stepping out and doing or saying the things that are on your heart. Now, this can take some time, so it does require patience, but I promise you, if you stick with it, you are going to be so glad you did. Now, in order for you to truly get your message across in a most grounded way, it does require you to feel relaxed in your body. I don't know if you have ever been around somebody who is speaking to you and it doesn't feel like they are connected to what they're saying. When this happens, it's usually a clear sign that somebody is experiencing anxiety and anxiousness so they don't feel present inside of their body and they become a talking head. Now, we want to be embodied when we speak because our message is much more powerful if we are present. Now, this also takes practice because most of us don't live inside of our bodies. We live inside of our heads. And so it's going to take practice to bring ourselves back into the present moment and connect with what we are saying. By doing this, not only is our message more clear, but it has way more power, which means it carries way more weight for the change that you came here to make. All right. So now that we covered some of the real foundational basic things, I want to share some tips and tricks with you so that you can start to develop your voice. Now, it's important for you to be able to recognize if you are more of a writer or a speaker. Now, if you lean towards one or the other, I want to invite you to start practicing doing the one that you feel is not your strongest point. So if you're really good at writing and you feel like you have a deficiency in speaking, then I want to invite you to take more time to start speaking. And even if it means that you are reading what you have wrote, then that is a start. If you write blog posts, for example, a really great thing you can do is read the blog post and turn it into an audio format because that will help you start to make the connection between your writing and your speaking. Now, if you're opposite, obviously you would want to do the opposite. If you were a speaker, you would want to start writing more. These two things go hand in hand. And then if you feel good about that and you've started practicing this, it's time to invite emotion into what you are saying. 
Now, if you're already putting emotion into what you're saying, that's perfect. That's great. But a great speaker or a great communicator has the emotion behind their words, rather that's in writing or in speaking. What this does is it engages your audience. It engages whoever is reading something and your emotional resonance creates a resonance within them so that they can pick up on the message that you're trying to deliver. So allow yourself to feel your emotions and if you catch yourself trying to hide them, then make sure that you call yourself out because anytime that you try to hide emotion, it keeps your communication bland. So emotions are very important in our communication. But what's even more important is our intention. Our intention always is weaved into our message. Now, if we have an agenda, that is also very subtly put into our message. So it's important that we know why we are doing what we're doing. The energy behind what we're doing is incredibly powerful. Just because we can't see energy, which some people can, but most people cannot. Just because most cannot see energy does not mean that they don't pick up on it. So our intentions are snuffed out. People can tell if we truly want to help or if we have a self-fulfilling intention. So before I even get on the mic, before I write a post, I always tap in to what my intention is. If my intention is pure and it is to serve, then I move forward with my message. If it has anything to do with me, if there's vanity attached to any of it, I pause until the message becomes pure. And then I share it with you because my intention is to help you. It's not about me. It's about you. And if you want to understand this at a deeper level, I highly recommend getting the Gene Keys book and reading the Gene Key 12. The 12 moves from the shadow of vanity into the gift of discrimination and then into the gift of perfection. So that's a really interesting Gene Key to read, especially when it comes to how we are communicating our intentions. In that gene key, it talks about how vanity can use the most beautiful words in what it's saying. But if the tone has some kind of malicious undertone to it, it will always be picked up by that other person. So it's just really fascinating, and I highly recommend checking it out. Now, another tool that I've used in developing my own voice is to play with different sounds. So there are many ways that we can string words together and we get to decide what is the best way for us. What you will likely realize is that a lot of it is very unconscious and then we can be conscious of the way that we formulate our words and our messages. So it's really a great way to explore different tones, different variations of your voice. And my most favorite way to do that, which makes you kind of feel a little goofy, but it really does help, is by practicing talking in the mirror or talking to yourself. You don't even have to look in the mirror. You can. It does help, especially if you're wanting to speak on camera. Then you can get used to seeing yourself in the mirror. But when you talk to yourself, what happens is that you can 
pick up on things that you might not have before. What you might realize is how your own inner dialogue affects what you are saying to other people. This can be a very powerful thing to work with by being aware of your natural way of speaking, you end up learning so much about yourself. And remember, in order to be a great communicator, it really does take some level of self-mastery. Now, if you're really looking for a hack, one way to completely hack your communication is to understand that communication transcends writing and speaking alone. It's in your body language too. And so when you have your body in alignment with how you are communicating your message, either verbally or within writing, your message will be much more authentic and it will resonate with the correct people. So what can you do? You can practice mastering your nonverbal communication. If you live with someone at home, you can start practicing it without them even knowing. So let's say that you're sitting at dinner, for example. Now, let's say that normally at dinner, you are really just to yourself. You're really in your solitude. You don't really speak much. Maybe your shoulders kind of turn inwards and you're kind of hunched in your back a little bit. Now, play with your nonverbal communication by expanding your body, relaxing your shoulders, putting them back, holding your head up, and looking at the people in the eyes that are sitting next to you at the dinner table. That is one really powerful way that you can start to understand how powerful your nonverbal communication is. Now, let's try something opposite. Let's say that you, instead, you choose to hunch over and kind of shrink yourself down, and normally you don't do that. Now, more than likely, the people who live with you are going to pick up on this, and they might start to ask you, what's wrong? Are you okay? Your nonverbal communication is so powerful and it translates and infiltrates into your verbal and written communication. So when it comes to finding your voice, it doesn't have to be complicated. Really, all you're doing is you are understanding what is unique and valuable about your point of view. Remember, go back to what's important to you and figure that out. Then you develop the mastery and the courage to authentically express that. Now, again, remember you might have some of those safety police that come in and tell you that you can't do it or they tell you to keep yourself a little toned down, whatever and whatnot. That might happen. You might have some wounds to work through. But remember, finding your voice is really about finding yourself and then sharing it with other people. Now, obviously, there's many challenges in the world that your voice is needed for. In other words, your unique perspective can shift and completely change the perspective of other people's point of view. So it's incredibly powerful and equally important to make sure that your intention is pure. Our voices are incredibly powerful. Yours is incredibly powerful. And my hope is that you can come out and show the world who you truly are through your unique expression because we need that now more than ever before. So if you're interested in learning, for example, how to speak, start a podcast. Podcasting is amazing. 
all you need is something to capture your voice on and you're good to go. Because Anchor, if you guys are not familiar with that, is the platform I use to host my podcast. It's Anchor FM. It's a free platform. And it doesn't really matter how big your audience is. It doesn't matter if you even share it with anybody. The purpose of starting a podcast, at least in regards to finding your voice, is just to start and get out there and do it. The more that you practice, the better it'll get. I want to highly encourage you guys to go back to my very first episode and listen to how different it was. Actually, I will put it in the description of this episode because it's that important. I want you guys to see how two years can completely change the way that you express yourself. And what better way than to give you guys a solid example of when I first started and by listening to my podcast now. I promise you, every one of you has this ability. If your goal is to someday speak to other people, starting a podcast is a great place to start. Not only will you find your voice, but you will also be able to practice. Practice makes perfect. Now on the flip side, let's say that you speak well, but you want to improve your writing, start a blog. But I have a feeling that if you're listening to this one, it's really about your verbal communication that you are wanting to improve. And if that is the case, then I highly recommend that you start a podcast and you stick with it. Of course, in conjunction with all the other tips that I shared with you here, all of these are extremely valuable and they require you to put them in practice in order to see the result. 2020, the rest of 2020 is all about action. We have built up the momentum and now it's time to go. Now it's time to go out. Now it's time to show ourselves. Now it is time to stand in our truth and communicate our point of view and the message that we have to deliver to the people that can hear it. So if you enjoyed this, I want to invite you to leave a quick five-star review over on iTunes so that more people can find this podcast. Thank you so much for your time and for your energy. And we'll talk to you on the next one. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Bye.